everyone back to the Duck Pond Wall. It's a little show on WEHC where we sit and catch up with some friends. You know, the Duck Pond Wall on campus is a place where we do that. And so that's where we got the name of this little this little radio show. And today I'm, I'm changing my routine. Usually I, I have some graduate of Emory and Henry come back and tell us what they're doing. But today I'm going to mix it up a little bit, and uh, it does relate to Emory and Henry a bit, and so uh, we'll talk about how that works. Today I have two guests with me, actually, Todd Young, who is the mayor of Saltville, Virginia, and Brian Martin, who is the town manager for the town of Saltville. Hey, fellas, how are you doing? Hi, Monica. Hey, Monica. Thank you for having us. Uh, it's exciting to be able to join you today, so we're, we're really excited to uh, have a good conversation with you. Well, I'm excited that you would talk to me. Anyone who follows me on Facebook knows that I'm spending an inordinate amount of time in Saltville right now because I like to look at the birds and the whale fields, but the Saltville is cool on lots and lots of levels. And so let's talk about it just a little bit. Um, who, <laughs> which of you would like to give me um, what I like to call the elevator speech about Saltville because the history is so long we don't have that much time to hear the whole thing. So who's got a good elevator speech about the history of Saltville? So Monica, I'll, I'll take that one on. This is Brian. I cannot tell you how excited I am to share some of the history of this town with you because for the folks out there who may not know, Saltville is one of the most amazing towns in Southwestern Virginia. It's got such a rich history. I know you spend a great deal of time in the whale fields. I uh, do so much that I think we should make you an honorary resident because you're, you're, you're getting to be well known here. I think I'm but, just a rare bird. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Those fields are the remnants of a great salt lake. Uh, the whale fields actually are man-made. They, that area was uh, dredged in the 1840s and dried out for farmland when the Matheson Alkali Works came to the Great Salt Valley in the 1890s. They redredged those ponds for the mineral that gives their town its name, salt. Saltville is home to the first commercial salt mine in North America. William King and William Russell came here in the mid-1700s. The very first? Yes, ma'am. Huh. And to this day, salt has continually been extracted here. And to this day, United Salt Corporation is one of our largest industries. And on average, 25 truck, uh, tractor and trailers leave Saltville loaded with 25 tons of salt every day. Wow, that is amazing. There were two Civil War battles fought here over control of the salt. And prior to the Civil War, out of the 30-some uh, states that were in the Union at the time, 18 of them had a salt operation here. The importance of salt to the growth of what is now Saltville actually predates American history. You know that there are several fossils that have been discovered in our whale fields. Several. Um, that's that's sort of an understatement. That's a huge understatement. <laughs> we want to we want to say we want to brag on our fossils and we want to brag on our museum of the Middle Appalachians. Oh, you got to. It's a, it's a great museum. So what is Saltville proper today is is what's left of a corporate you know company town. Most of the company towns in in Virginia were coal towns. Uh, this was a salt town, and pretty much everything that you see that is Saltville today was, was built by Matheson Alkali Works, which was later bought by Olin Matheson. So that explains, you know, if you've been to Saltville, a lot of the little houses look very similar. And so it was a little company town. Is that where some of those houses came from? Absolutely. All right, cool. And tell, tell the story about the fuel for the Apollo missions. So one of the contracts that Olin 
had was they in the early 60s when John F. Kennedy in his famous speech, we we should pledge to send a man to the moon by the end of this decade. The federal government really ramped up on the Apollo project and NASA and the United States Air Force had a contract with Olin to produce the hydrazine rocket fuel for the Apollo missions. So quite literally, Saltville helped send man to the moon. It's easy to forget just how many great touchstones of history a little community can have because you know we're we're a little isolated in southwest virginia and saltville is even a little bit isolated within southwest virginia so just to to know that that one little community has had so many influences it's kind of crazy i said this was connected to emory and henry and so emory and henry and saltville do have lots and lots of connections but one of the things that i thought was cool about us talking this week is that this very past saturday we brought a group of students to saltville for service plunge and so the students picked up trash around the well fields but then we you know we wanted to educate them a little bit about the community so we took them to the museum and one of the things that completely cracked me up is apparently one of the students looked at Janice Orr, who was, of course, the executive director at the museum. One of the students looked at her and kind of offhandedly said, what's what's the deal with salt over here? And, you know, I just cracked <laughs> up. <laughs> and she was like, oh, well, let me tell you. And so she schooled everybody about just how, how important salt was to Saltville. And it just was a great moment. Nowadays, you know, nowadays, Olin Matheson, of course, is gone, but you've still got this great salt production industry. Um, what else might we find as far as like people being productive citizens of the community over there in Saltville? Well, one thing, and Monica, I know that you made an exception for the mayor and and myself. Uh, You typically have Emory and Henry alumni. Yeah. So here's how we'll tie it in so that you don't break your own rule. My mom is an Emory graduate. My mother went back to school after she raised uh, me and my brother, got us up into high school and middle school and went back and got her education degree and taught school in Marion for 20 years. Who's your mom? Elaine Martin. Elaine Martin. Well, my mm-hmm. goodness. Well, I need to know her. Well, we will make sure we have a proper introduction. Do that. And now a, a, a more of a tie to Emory and Henry in Saltville, one of our newest businesses, uh, our veterinary clinic, Saltville Veterinary Clinic, is owned and operated by Dr. Aaron Griffin, who is an Emory and Henry mm-hmm. alumni. That's right. With lots of Emory ties and lots of of Saltville ties. She's, she's deeply rooted in the communities. So you ask what people could expect to see when they come to Saltville. I'm going yeah. to turn it over to the mayor and let him talk about some of our newest businesses in town. Yeah, Monica, some of the, some of the new businesses that we do have in, in the uh, town of Saltville is the Crow's Crossing in the Saltville Emporium. So if anybody wants to come and look for antiques or any kind of unique things, Saltville Emporium and the Crow's Crossing would be an awesome place to, to, tr- to try. Along with the places that we've got to eat in Saltville is, uh, of course, Bucks, which is just a fabulous oh, place to famous, go. Famous, 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 and it's great, great food. And then we just recently have Paps that opened up, and it's a really good hamburgers and uh, hot dogs and things of that nature. And then Coach's Corner, which is uh, right beside of uh, – cargo right behind the town halls right behind it right. is a really uh good place to go eat and so everybody brags on their, their uh chinese uh oh new it's so china good kitchen. New yes, china it's kitchen. Yeah. yeah it's really good but you know there's a lot of things to do in the town of Saville. 
you know, from the Waypool. We have quite a few people that visit us because of the Waypool and hopefully soon we'll be expanding and adding a splash pad. And of course, you've got the uh, golf course that that everybody truly loves. I mean, it's a unique uh, golf course. We are still have the salt trail that we're, we're trying to work to connect it. And hopefully one day that, that salt trail will go all the way to Emory would be my, yeah. oh, be that something would be I would fantastic. love to see. Yes, we would too. That would be great. So I know, I know speaking with Glade, Glade's working really hard to connect their end. And we've had some discussion with some of the folks at Emory about even extending it on into Emory Henry. So that would be an amazing thing for somebody to get on their bike at Emory and stop in Saltville or vice versa. That would be great. We were just saying today, we need to work on our walking trails around here. So yes, that would be terrific. Yeah, I agree with you. That's that's one of our, our main goals is trying to complete that, especially from from the town of Saltville to the uh, parking right there in Glade. That's right. You know, so we're really working hard on that. Um, you know, and then there's some other things too. We've got a, a new campground that we hope to open and a uh, eight site campground here in the future that we're, we're really working hard to try to get. Uh, Where's that going to be? It's going to be out there in the wheel fields. As you go down through Lake Drive, it'll be on the right hand, right hand side, right there. Uh, where, the old town shop. Yeah. Well, this is the, 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 the one that we're going to start sooner. It's going to be right there at the Hill and Barbara Trail up above it. And then the Old Town Shop is where we're looking at doing our larger campground. So we've, we've got plans in doing a large campground there, which would have like a zip line, boulder climbing. That's a, a longer plan out, but hopefully soon we'll be getting that eight campsite complete. Because we, okay. we want people to come to the community. But we want them to come and stay. You know, it's, well, there's no place for people to really come and, and, and there's not a hotel over here or anything like that, but we've, we've got so much to offer, yeah. you know, for people, but we want them to come in, the families, and enjoy their time here. We're, we're already a golf cart friendly town, so we've already got an ordinance passed. So my hopes and dreams one day is to be walking out in the, maybe the, the well fields and looking and on the, on the road seeing people camping and riding golf carts and enjoying our town because we do have so much to offer. That's great. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the nosy naturalist question. Um, will the campground in any way impact the well fields? It will not. No. the The entire design it's actually going to be so. Our campground is going to have hookups and connections for RVs, things of that nature, but it is not going to impact the the aesthetics or the uh, the quality of the well fields. It in, it is in no way near the uh, floodplain or the wetlands at all. Yeah, we okay. definitely, we definitely don't want to impact the well fields. I mean, it's just such a beautiful area. I mean, it's just gorgeous, you know, just like that Hill and Barbara trail. There's many times people walk their dogs. I love to take my dogs out there and walk them. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing we have to offer is the well fields. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's gorgeous. I mean, I, every day I see people out there taking pictures of birds and that's just, it's just great. Yeah. 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 I was going to say you wouldn't want to do it because that really, to me, is one of the best draws of the town because um, there are people who come from all over the place to see the birds that migrate through there. And so it's pretty amazing. And you want to make sure that you preserve that. Yeah, Monica, next time you're in town, I'll show you the layout for it and I'll show you the location. OK. Um, so right now, the old town shop is an absolute eyesore. Yeah. Uh, it's a remnant of what was left over from <clears throat> Like we said, this is a company town. Mm -hmm. uh, so much of the infrastructure was built by Olin. And when Olin Matheson left, they donated that to the town. 
that was used as the town shop from the time they left in 1973 until what mayor maybe 10 years ago about yeah. 10 years ago we, we were trying to we, we have a cleanup on it and we at one time we applied for a grant an epa a grant and we thought we had that grant and they we were we went all the way up to the to where they said you got it and was getting ready to cut us the money and yeah. then they took it away so oh, we had geez. to be a little more creative uh, creative creative yeah. in that way and we've got yeah. another grant that's out there that's going to help us do the cleanup oh okay well good oh good that's great well and and did, am i right that you've also the town has also bought that uh red building that i can't think of that heart something yes ma'am heartwood heartwood yeah so it, so is it what are you planning for that spot we don't know yet. <laughs> we have no we, we knew that we needed to purchase that because of the it being such an eyesore right we've heard so many different things i mean it's ultimately will be decided by the council i mean i've heard uh maybe a bicycle shop i've heard maybe like a like a hotel kind of thing yeah like hotel motel kind of unique thing like uh damascus says oh yeah Don't i've know. been hearing about that i heard that was really cool actually yeah, i'm gonna tell you yeah. i went over there and i'm extremely jealous it was, it was gorgeous <laughs> it was gorgeous i'd love to have that in my town i would give anything to have that in a town solvable right now well, I've, I've joked before that um, an Airbnb or two over there would be nice. And so something that's kind of what it sounds like that place in Damascus is kind of based on. It, it is. It's I think if I remember right, there's like 12, 12 different uh, places, 12 rooms you can rent. And yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah, it's neat. fantastic. All right. All right. Well, I've got this off track. Sorry, I didn't mean to do no, that. No but problem. I, but you scared me. You scared me when you said developing anything around the well fields. No, we're, no, 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 we're not going to affect the well fields. That's that's we definitely never want to do that. Good. Well, let's let. And by the way, you were talking about um, alumni and Helen Barbro, for whom the walking trail is named. She also was a graduate of Emory and Henry. And that's correct. you were talking about places to eat and the little the little deli at uh, Food Country is also available. And, uh, Todd, mm -hmm. and H Debbie Henderson Creasy, also alumni. And of course, your librarian, uh, Chris Sheets, is also an alumna. So, yeah, you, you got Emory people just coming out the ears over there. And that's not something you need a, 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 a pill for. That's a good thing. You want Emory people coming out the ears. We absolutely do. And Chris Sheets, Miss Chris, better known as Miss Chris here Ms. locally. Chris. Yeah, we love her. We love what she brings. I mean, she is vibrant. She had she she's just a ball of energy. The kids love her. She is a true asset to our community. Yeah. And when you talk about Emory and Henry alumni coming out of our ears, uh, <laughs> we want to see more of them. We want to see younger people. We want to make Saltville a place that people, once they graduate high school and then college, uh, they can you know travel the country and live other places like I did and come home. Or if they choose to stay here and never leave, we want Saltville to be a place that people want to make their home. Right. Yeah, exactly. One thing that Monica, we've got in the town of Saltville, we have abundance of land, oh, and yeah, we okay. we have a ton of land. And uh, people don't realize that we border, we're Smith and Washington, and we are larger in our Wash our Washington County properties that uh, the town is larger than Glade and larger than Damascus. Wow. So we've got abundance of land. We would love to develop that land. We would love to see housing in that land. We want to grow the town of Saltville. And it's just an awesome place to live and a great place to raise a family. And we, we would love, I mean, Henry alums to come. We would love for the, the students to come. 
Hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I know there are a lot of families over there. I'm thinking about, uh, you mentioned Dr. Griffin and her mom and dad, of course, are also grads um, and her her sister and they've, you know, they've lived there their whole lives and made, and made it a home and and done great things there. As you, as you talk about development, um, would you have an eye toward, again, thinking about the, the natural beauty, would you, would you ever consider development in such a way that would um, maybe be a little cutting edge as far as also providing like habitat and, you know, maybe not doing things the same old way we used to do when we develop land? So it's funny you mentioned that, Monica. One of the conversations the mayor and I have had uh, along with the council is the fact that, that we do need to be more cutting edge. And one of the things that the mayor and I were just talking about related to our conversation with you is the fact that WEHC 90.7 is powered by the sun. We mm-hmm. love that. We we would love to see a solar farm located on some of our former industrial land here in town that, oh. that now is essentially just a brownfield. Right. And any housing developments that would come in the future, it would be our it would be our goal that it would be a, a walkable community. Mm-hmm. Um, we're big on on lead and making sure that houses are built as environmentally friendly as possible. And you you mentioned habitat specifically. I know that you're heavily involved with the Virginia Master Naturalists. Um, We appreciate all that you, and especially your organization, we appreciate all the attention you bring to our fine little town. We would hope that in any development, you guys would offer your input and advice so that we do it as as friendly to our our four-legged neighbors and, and winged neighbors as possible. That's that is an exciting thing to hear, and I'm going to hold you to that, Brian, because um, because yeah, we've we've just undertaken a project with, and I think I told you about this U.S. Fish, Fish and Wildlife Partners Program, and they specifically develop habitat of areas that are an acre or more, and Saltville is a great um, opportunity to do some of that, and I would think that they would be a great resource to talk about how you could keep some habitat, but also develop some housing. And so I'd love to, I'd love for that to be part of the conversation as you go forward. That would be very exciting. So, you know, I think we're having the, the we're having the birth of a great idea right here on air, but the mayor and myself, the council, we're serious about uh, having Saltville grow. We're serious about highlighting, highlighting Saltville. And uh, we want Saltville to be a model for how you develop and how you basically how you bring a little town back to life. And the things we're talking about, if that's something we can showcase, not only does it bring attention to our town, but maybe it's a it's, it's a guide how other towns can grow without harming their environment. Uh, that you're singing my song, because yes, I would love for you all to be an example to other communities as they start to develop. I feel like feel like we spent our whole lives doing things the wrong way. Wouldn't it be nice if we started doing things differently and the right way and um, you know, gave our environment a little better chance moving forward. That would certainly be exciting. So switching gears, you've also got some fun stuff coming up, I understand. You got to gotta have a party here pretty soon. Oh, yes, ma'am. One of the greatest things around, we have the Celebrate Labor Day weekend. And I would love for all your listeners to come and enjoy it. Our uh, Labor Day festival, it's a lot of fun. And it's, it's an exciting time for us. Tell me, tell us what the dates are. Okay, uh, Monday, uh, September fifth. Of course, that's the big date, which we have. We'll have uh, Chase Bryant that'll be there with us on the on that Monday, and American Pride tribute to the Statler brothers. Oh, fun! And, and uh, Thumper Sires. That's that's the big date. It's, it actually starts on Friday. 
is the date that it starts, September 2nd. It goes September 2nd through Monday, September 5th. Okay. Can we find the schedule online somewhere? It's currently the schedule is on saltville.org. So full disclaimer, we are currently in the middle of a complete revamp of the town's website. It, it's needed to be updated for quite some time, but we will make sure that actually I believe the schedule is already on it. So it's under construction, but it is usable. We could send right. we could email we could email you a copy of it too. Monica, oh yeah, that would be fun. That and would be, be awesome. Yeah, I'll that be way happy you to could post share it. it. Really good time. Um, like I said, it starts on Friday and it runs to Monday. And there's plenty of vendors along the Salt Trail. All you have to do the, the entertainment's completely free. Just bring you a chair, blanket. Uh, we close the entire downtown off, and we do have a parade. There's a parade that will be uh, going on Saturday, and the parade's the lineups at ten, and it starts at eleven. Fireworks is also always on Saturday. Fireworks will be at ten fifteen. But there's a lot of good acts that'll be there. PM, right? Yeah, PM, yes, yeah, or the, yes. The fireworks <laughs> is sure. 10, 15 PM, but now the parade's <laughs> at eleven AM. AM, okay. Yeah, just and all the sure. you know, and on most of the days, like Friday when it starts, it'll start at six o'clock, run to ten o'clock at night. Uh-huh. Or that's Friday. Saturday, it will be from ten o'clock till ten fifteen. Wow. And then Sunday will be from five to nine. Okay. And Monday it starts at four and ends at ten. Wow. Well, that, well, you guys are going to be worn out. That's a big, that's a big weekend. It is huge. It's huge. It's a lot of fun. I look forward to it every year. And it's like I said, entertainment's free. Come out if you don't have anything to do that weekend and enjoy yourself. Do you get a pretty good crowd? Uh, usually sometimes I've seen about 10,000 people on a Oh night. my gosh. It, I got to do a, uh, I got to do the, I, when the ice bucket challenge was going, I did that on a Monday night in front of several people, thousands of people. And then, uh, one year we did like a, uh, uh, which I was hoping someone else got to do this for charity. <laughs> we did a pie in a face and oh, they, no. uh, whoever collected the most money got the pie in a face. Well, I think, I think actually Brian Martin had the most money, but I think he kind of took some of that money and put in mine, mm-hmm. but nice. I got the pie in the face in front of 10,000 people. No, oh, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. That's what we call you people like you. Where do people park? There's parking all over town. I mean, you could park, uh, you park up next to the high school, down by the wave pool. Okay. Uh, d- down by on the streets. There, there's plenty of parking, food country, okay. there's parking. So parking's no problem. Okay. All right. Good. Just checking. All right. Well, sorry. And I bet you we could convince Ivy Shepherd of WEHC 90.7 to maybe make an announcement or two for you. That would be amazing if you could, if Miss Ivy would be willing to help put a plug in for our wonderful celebration. And another tie to Emory and Henry, if we were to start the uh, pie in the face contest again next year, we would hope that you would also, as our newest honorary citizen, uh-huh. throw your name in the hat. To receive a pie in the face. To throw a pie at you? I'd be happy to throw a pie at you. <laughs> I'd be happy to put my name in the hat for that. Now, how did that get turned around so I, quickly? You know, English is a funny language. It doesn't take much grammar <laughs> to fix it. Doesn't take much. We're about to wrap up, but just to remind everybody, we're speaking today with Todd Young, who's the mayor of Saltville, and Brian Martin, who is the town manager for Saltville, Virginia, a little community near Emory and Henry. Just real quickly, um, you guys... You do this not because it's your full-time job. What, what do you, what's your day job for each of you? And why in the world, why in the world do you give up so much of your life to serve this community? So as the town manager, I do have another job. I'm, I'm also an officer in the Air Force Reserve. So I'm kind of double-hatted. Plus, we also run a, a family farm. The reason I am paid, I'm, I'm the head of the staff here in Salt. Well, the reason I do it is... Truthfully, I moved back home 
years ago so that my children could grow up here in southwestern Virginia where where my roots are at, uh, where their family's roots are at. And I just want to have all of our little towns, Glade Spring, not just Saltville, Glade Spring, Chilhowie, Emory, Metaview, Damascus, but but I've hung my hat on Saltville. I see that the potential that it has. I want to see all of our little towns thrive and I want to see them be a place that our children can come home to or, or stay and, and you know, be proud that it's their hometown. But you mentioned dedicating time. Mayor Young and the council are unpaid. So I'm going to turn it back over to the mayor and mayor. All right, Monica, I would just, uh, my full-time daytime job is uh, I work for, I'm a senior inspector for VDOT, the consultant firm called okay. MVP. And I got into politics. I'm not from here. I, I originally grew up in uh, Russell County. My wife was from here and she said, if, if you're going to, this was when we were, before we were married, she said, if you're going to marry me, we're going to live in Sauble. <laughs> so I'd never been to Sauble. So it's like a marriage we, contract. It's a marriage contract. I got a contract with my wife. So I married her and we, we, we're here and, and I, I fell in love with this town. And uh, it's just a beautiful place. And I've always felt like I want to give back to the communities. And uh, the way I got into politics is my son, it was two years old and we were walking in, in Saltville, not downtown, but just uh, a little place called Buckeye. Sure. And we, I was pushing a stroller. We had our dog because always we were dog lovers. I've got had a dog and we were walking and this Dover, these two Doverman pitchers come charging out at us. Oh, Lord. Knock my son over, attack my little dog. I'm trying to oh. get him off. And of course, me being me, I called at the town and I asked to speak to the to the uh, chief to explain what happened. He said, well, you should have carried you a 45 and shot those dogs. Oh, that no. Didn't sound, that didn't sound too good to me at the time. So no. I told my wife, I said, I'm going to go complain. So I, walk, I walked in, I signed up for citizen's time and I complained and I should have turned around and walked away, but I sat right back down in the seat. <laughs> and when I did and listened to everybody talk, I said, I came home and I told my wife, I said, I got an idea. She said, what's that, Todd? Someone run for council. She looked at me and she said, you're crazy. You'll never get elected. <laughs> I said, okay, we'll see. So it was a challenge. So I went around and knocked on houses and I just introduced myself. I never asked for a vote. I just said, you know, my name's Todd Young. I'm just running for council. And I want to say hello. I ended up winning and I was a council for four years. Then I served another four years. So it was eight years. After that, I went to my wife and I said, I'm going to run for mayor. She again said, you're crazy, Todd. <laughs> so I ran and I won. I had two people running against me and I've been a mayor now for eight years. And like I said, I just love this community. I love the people. I try to do what I feel is right. Yeah. And I dedicate a lot of time and effort to it. And, you know, being here in Sauble, we have to think outside of the box. And we do that a lot, me and Brian and the council. And you have to do that in a small town because we're only eight miles from the interstate. Mm -hmm. But that eight miles, people sometimes think it's a hundred miles. Oh, it's insurmountable. I know. I, we, we feel that way um, between, there's eight miles between Abingdon and Emory. And you'd be amazed how big that, that gulf is some days. Oh, I, can, I get it. I get it. And sometimes, you know, you have difficult times. And it's, it seems like it's an always uphill battle. You know, we're, we're always trying to think outside the box and put things together. I mean, if you, if you listeners haven't had a chance to come to Sobel, come to Sobel. We would love to have you here. And if you want to see something, how we thought outside of the box, stop in at the Lifetime Wellness Center and take a look at that facility in the town of Saltville, because it was something that Brian and myself had to do and think outside the box. And that's why we have it here. 
Yeah, and it's that place is busy all the time. I've never gone in because I'm afraid somebody will make me work out, but I, it looks really great. And I see people coming and going. Jeff Comer, another Emory and Henry guy, every time I see him, he is walking in there, walking out of there, walking around the well fields on his way to there. So he is uh, he keeps that place hopping, but it's fun to see just how how busy that facility is. Yes, ma'am. It was a it was something that really took a tough road to to make that happen. And yeah. Uh, we're, we were really excited for it. Uh, you know, next time you're in town, you we will take you over there. All right, just don't make me. Just don't make me. I promise you, I won't make you work out. I, promise you I, work <laughs> I don't out. sweat. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. We're gonna wrap up now. Todd Young, Mayor of Saltville, Virginia, and Brian Martin, the Town Manager of Saltville. Thank you so much. Thanks for inviting us to the Labor Day festivities. Thanks for telling us why you are willing to be such hardworking public servants, and t- thanks for telling us what is just really cool and nifty already about Saltville and what's going to be um, exciting in the future for Saltville. So, thank you very much for your time and your service. Thank you for having us and thank you and your students for coming over and picking the town of Solville and doing the plunge. We appreciate it and we're big supporters of Henry Henry. We love being connected to you all and we're excited to see what comes next. Now then, we're going to wrap up here today, but that means you've got plenty of time to go over there and see what cool birds have flown in and you know something has, so don't act like you don't know. We, we know our latest guest. We're proud to have him. Alright, alright, go see him. Thanks everybody for listening today to the Duck Pond Wall and I want to thank you for being with us and we hope you'll keep on listening to WEHC, the voice of Southwest Virginia.